0: Welcome to Gone Fishing, a show diving into the cybersecurity threats that surround our highly connected lives. Human vulnerability is almost completely ignored in the security awareness space. But why is that? Every human is different. Every person has unique vulnerabilities that expose them to potentially successful social engineering. It's time to change the focus and bring it back to the human factor. On this show, We'll discuss human vulnerability and how it relates to unique individuals. Assessing the constantly evolving human risk is how we make our company safer and more secure. I'm Connor Swalm, CEO of FinSecurity, and welcome to Gone Fishing. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Gone Fishing. I'm your host, Connor of Finn, and today we are joined by Jason Slagle. The president of CNWR and the giant jerk in the channel with the huge bucket of rocks how are you doing jason
1: i'm good i'm good oh you did it
0: i did it i did it why don't you explain that last one to the folks that Uh, are listening
1: so i don't have a filter and so i tend to say out loud the things everyone's thinking but are afraid to say because i just don't care right it's you know it's uh call it I try to stay on the non uh, unnecessary aggressiveness part of radical candor. But if you don't tell people like there shouldn't be these like giant. Oh, everyone thinks that's crappy and no one's willing to say it. Like, I'm just going to say it like this is not OK. And and sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Jason says you may live in a glass
0: house, but that does not mean I do.
1: And then he yeah. immediately starts <laughs> chugging <Yeah>. rocks. <rice>. Yeah. <laughs> you may live in a glass house, but I have a bulldozer. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> fun. <laughs> Just don't
0: start welding any steel panels to the side of it, and I won't get one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, how are you doing? You're doing great. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, busy as life goes. It's uh, uh, available work will grow to fill available time. So chugging along.
0: Chugging along. For those of you who don't know yourself and who don't know CNWR, do you want to explain a little bit about your background and
1: yeah, wh- uh,
0: why you're qualified to
1: even spew words here today? Oh, I don't know. You can tell me why I'm qualified to speak words. I would love it. But uh, uh, so we're I'm an MSP. We're an MSP. Uh, now 25 employees with the uh, merger with uh, Lawrence uh, Tech. Uh, so we're out of the Toledo, Ohio area. Mid sized MSP, support a good number of clients. Uh, I have a large, deep, and varied background. I, I've basically hold, held almost every job in IT at some point or another, other than a Windows system admin. Somehow, it's the one job that I've never officially done. I mean, I've done a lot of work there, uh, but I've been a Linux guy, a Sand guy, a network guy, uh, HPUX guy. I've held like almost every job that can possibly exist out there, and so over the years, I've gained a lot of knowledge. And uh, especially in the security place, I've I've always I used to run the Dellnet IRC servers exploits team, right? So I had a lot of time dealing with the very early days of script kiddies and all the naughtiness that they do. So. Yeah, I just kind of became an outspoken guy. And so apparently, when you're an outspoken guy, people want you to speak. And that's, I think, how I'm here. So for those of you listening and don't know Jason,
0: he has the reputation of saying the quiet parts out loud and being very honest about his uh, usually very correct opinions on how people should be treated and how companies should act and conduct themselves. So he's known as like uh I don't want to say the pallbearer, because that means we're in a casket, but you're definitely the pole bearer. Like you're you're the guy with yeah. the giant flag running into battle. It's like uh we need yeah. to be yelling at these people over here. So let's start.
1: Yeah, just I you know, I I believe in uh generally if you do good things and you do the right things long enough, then good things will happen and that's a good thing to have. And yeah. Yeah, no, I
0: completely agree with that too. One of the early things we definitely agreed on that and uh the amount of Sweat that I had when you said you were pen testing.
1: Oh, yeah. No, in the I middle was, of
0: the first MSP geek call that that's I That's always ever. fun.
1: I love that. It's it, like, it, I'm not infallible. too. I called it out when we did the <laughs> How I Would Hack You at Secure. It's like, I, I still have some of my infrastructure on my primary domain. You can go poke it. Like, it's not, uh, I'm not infallible.
0: All of us are fallible people. So today we're going to talk about a subject near and dear to your heart, sounds <sighs> like.
1: Yeah. A single bit.
0: sign on, SSO for short. So. Yep. For folks who don't, don't know that acronym or don't know exactly what
1: it is, what is SSO? Uh, so SSO is basically a concept where you have one source of identity. Uh, in the world, MSP world, it's 95% of the time Office 365. And instead of having separate logins everywhere, you just defer everything to that one source of identity. Again, usually Office 365. And it's all the hot right now. Everyone's trying to... SSO. I mean, it's been all the hot my entire career, but everyone's trying to... Uh, move everything to SSO and uh, push SSO. And I think our particular topic of conversation here is, is that always better, right? Is that, is yep. that why we're here?
0: Oh, yeah. Is SSO really better?
1: <sighs> yeah. So what do you want to know?
0: Is SSO really better? Other oh. don't. Also, for those of you who don't know, go to SSO.tax ta- and please don't yeah. end up on that wall of shame.
1: <laughs> yeah. So You know, generally, I I am favorable on an SSO, but it really depends on the implementation. So everyone thinks, oh, man, SSO is great. And, you know, now I don't have to remember all these passwords. And that's very true. But now you've unintentionally created this situation where this one thing has the keys to all of your kingdom. Right. So like everyone lost their mind when LastPass had that thing going on and now everyone could log into your LastPass like uh, potentially it's not I've never actually seen a case where somebody's actually been compromised via that, but I'm sure they exist. So everyone's losing their mind over that, but no one loses their mind over the fact that they basically outsource their authentication on 80 to 90% of the things they do to Office 365. And and so it's essentially the equivalent of LastPass. It's the, the equivalent of storing all your usernames and passwords in one single place. Uh, it comes with the added unbenefit of your recovery email and password is almost always to the same account, right? So, you know, it, the recovery email for... A lot of the services I use, if you lose access to your SSO, it comes to my CNWR account, which is a 365 account. right? So now if they manage to get my uh, SSO, they can also log into my email and and get any other information they need out of that with regards to these accounts. And uh, I don't necessarily know that this is a terrible thing. Right, because people are bad at remembering passwords. And I, I I believe that's the case, but I think people need to really sit back and, and consider the implications of what that means. Right. So if my last pass, right, like I'm not worried that the keys to whatever the last pass got out and whatever it is, right? Because my master password in LastPass, I think it's like forty-seven characters long. It's a full sentence with punctuation and capitalization, and yeah, it's it's not it, the heat death of the universe would happen nine times before you brute force that. Unless so, you, a chance unless you came across it somewhere else, right? And it's and it's unlikely that you're going to right, and and so I go. And it has either, you require either Duo or uh, my key to log into it, even if you did that, right? So, uh, so for like my password manager, I've taken a ton of steps to ensure that you can't get into that because it is the keys, to the kingdoms that I control. What I find on the SSO side is a lot of MSPs, companies, people turning to SSO for everything but then their 365 account's not that secure. Like maybe it has MFA, right? But it's probably security defaults MFA. So it's not really MFA. It's like micro- Microsoft gets to decide when they think they need to prompt you for MFA. It's not an MFA. Refresh tokens are 90 days, right? So these people can literally, if they, if they ever capture, if, if you go to a computer at a uh, hotel and log into your email, and forget to log out and clear the cookies, I can take the cookie from that hotel home with me and use it to get into your 365 account. For 89 days. For 89 days. And most people don't consider those risks when they they look at things like SSO. So uh, as you move to doing that, you really need to consider the risk profile and what it looks like from a... from a risk standpoint and put the policies in place to ensure that you know maybe we don't need refresh tokens to log in every 90 days uh we have ours set down to depending on the service it's either seven days or a day right like i have services that with, via conditional access you I, I have to log into them every day uh in their sso to 365 it's just that the data in them like my documentation system, the data in that is so important and so critical and so protected that I will not allow that that token to log you in for more than a day. So every single morning, I have to come in, I have to log into that documentation system after logging into my email. Is it a pain in the butt? 100% I hate it. It's so obnoxious and so annoying. Well, I do it every day of the week. If it stops the threat actor, if they happen to pop one of my users' email credentials, 100% of the time. Yeah, we were just talking,
0: we just had Jimmy Hatzel on the podcast talking about privileged access management uh, and the importance of not only having privilege escalate when you need it, but also mm-hmm. having it time out, and it, having it on certain pieces of information because you don't have yep. to treat every threat. You don't have to treat every vulnerability the same because yep. their vulnerabilities are different and they lead to different results.
1: Yeah, I'm on a Mac. I think you're on a Mac, if I recall. Oh, yeah. Uh, I use Fantastical for my calendaring app. I don't know if you do, but it's a, f- a Fantastical calendaring <laughs> app. It's it's pretty great. It talks to all my calendars and I can enter appointments and stuff in just plain text uh, and it figures it out. But like, you know, we have the CA policy. Let's that? Only have to log in like every 30 days, but it's got access to my calendar and that's it. Who cares? right? Like, but, you know, my emails every seven days, right? Like uh, documentation system, Connectwise, stuff like that are a day, right? Like you, you have to consider the risk of each of those things you hook to SSO and set the policies in place uh, for each of them individually.
0: That makes sense. So it sounds like a myth that a lot of people hold is that SSO isn't putting all of your eggs in one basket.
1: Yeah. But I, it really oh, is. 100%. It's just putting your eggs in a different basket, right? Like it's, yeah. Hope that thing never gets hacked. Yeah,
0: that's uh, a question I always got when I, would, is when I would always recommend people use password managers. It's like, are you, are you better at keeping your password secure or is a company, well, you know, I guess this is funny in the wake of LastPass having like four breaches last year, but are they better at doing it? And then I'm like, we're like oh, okay, well, a company that's probably built to manage my passwords is probably going to be better at managing it for me. I'm like, okay. And then... They still are. They still are. And, uh, and then they're like, well, what if Google gets hacked? That's a question I always used to get. And I'm like, listen, (sighs) listen, listen, listen. If Google gets hacked, not only are there way more important things that people are going to be looking for, but there are way bigger problems that I have with my life than what's going on with Google now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I come across that with customers. You know, the world, my world is a lot about threat modeling and customer comes to you and says well i'm not moving my on-premises exchange to the cloud because microsoft can read my email i'm like okay what's more likely that microsoft's gonna read your email or that some like this is a law office that some intern that you employed over the summer is gonna like pop your unpatched exchange server and come in and get all your emails like microsoft doesn't care about reading your emails no by the way do you use outlook they already can Right, like you're using a Microsoft product to talk to the thing, that, like they wrote the software you're using. If they really wanted your email, they have like nine different ways they can get it. Like reading it off of the server they control is the least of your concerns. You're If you're not qualified to assess those risks and properly secure them yourselves, then just don't do it. Let somebody who's a professional at this do this.
0: Are there any other myths that you're aware of surrounding SSO?
1: No, I mean, I think that uh, I think we covered the the one that is like the hot bug button topic for me. It, I mean, it's generally that the the myth is that, that it's more secure, like it's it, and it's not. It, it's
0: anything is.